Hello podcast world and welcome to another episode of The One With The Podcast. My name's Ben, The One With The Beard and I'm super pleased that you chose to join us on today's show. Now in this episode I sat down with Moshe Leitner. Moshe? Moshe? The name's still to be confirmed which might sound quite bizarre uh, but it will all make sense in the opening 30 seconds of today's episode. Now, I am a customer of Moshe's. Moshe has a company called Be Noticed, who provide a board direction service for agents all over the Northwest. So I know firsthand just how hard working and how committed this guy is, which is exactly the reason why I was looking to bring him onto the show today. Now, I wasn't bringing him on really because of what he does, if I'm going to be totally honest. It's more because of what he's like as a person, because irrespective of what somebody's job is or what business they do or what sector they work in, for me, I just love seeing people who've got that hustle, who've got that ethic, who've got a vision that they're working hard to bring into fruition, into reality. Um, I just love anyone who backs themselves and really does, you know, sort of take steps to make dreams come true. And Moshe is a living, breathing example of that. Um, I can honestly say that I don't think I've seen anyone for quite some time who is quite as committed and works as hard for his customers as what Moshe does. And again, speaking from my own kind of anecdotal experience, the service that Moshe offers is absolutely second to none. So I'm really excited to introduce you to Moshe on today's show and to share with you a little bit about his story. Now, if you're a business owner, a budding business owner, somebody who's struggling or trying to achieve scale in their business, I think it's always worthwhile sort of taking snippets from what other people have been doing and trying to apply that into your own mission. So I really do hope that you get some value and some golden nuggets from today's chat. So please sit back and enjoy being a fly on the wall. Make sure you've got yourself a coffee and at least 40 minutes to spare so you can listen to today's episode from start to finish. My name's Ben, the one with the beard. You're listening to the one with the podcast and this is the one with Moshi Lena. Enjoy. Three, two, one. We're rolling. We're on. <laughs> so Moshe, probably the most random question that I've ever opened up a podcast with. But obviously, you and I do business together, which is kind of why we know each other and we arrange this chat today. But I remember when I first spoke to you a couple of months ago, I rang you and I said, oh, is it Moshe? And you said, oh, pronounce it however you like. As long as we do good business, you can call me whatever you want. And since then, I've just kind of rolled with Moshe, but I still to this day, is that the connect? correct pronunciation or should I be saying that differently I don't want to be calling you the wrong name all the way through this podcast well everybody calls me Moshi it could be Moshe it could be anything whatever you want right it's correct whatever you're not precious about it I'm not no as 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 I know that you're talking to me and not to you not to somebody else in the background I'm happy no you're definitely the only Moshe (laughs) slash Moshe that I know so don't worry I'm definitely talking to you mate (laughs) Um, but no, I was dead keen to, to line this conversation up and have a chat with you. Like I just said, obviously, we know each other three business anyway. You supply your services to, to my property business. But for me, the reason why I was keen to have a chat with you, it's not so much um, what you do. It's kind of the story because I kind of admire anyone who's got that ethic and that hustle. And I can see from the outside looking in from what I see on social media, at least, and from the conversations that we've had. You're probably one of the hardest working guys that I've come across for a long time. So um, I was keen just to have a bit of a chat with you, really, and see what makes you tick, learn about the trials, the tribulations, your story. And of course, tell our listeners a little bit about your business and what you do and so on and so forth. Um, so, yeah, if you just introduce yourself, I guess that's the I'll just shut up now. 
<laughs> you can say your piece. Um, in fact, before I do that, just for the benefit of anyone watching and not just listening, um, obviously we had this conversation off camera, Moshe, but um, for anyone who's wondering why I'm wearing Christmas pyjamas, today is the day where Storm Kira has been in full force. So it's been a cosy day at home with a hot water bottle, drinking cups of coffee and just relaxing. So I've put my comfiest pyjamas on and it just happened to be Christmas themed. So it's not December, it's just that, uh, yeah, it's the comfiest clothes and I didn't want to get changed for, for the Skype. I was too cosy. So there we go. I'll hand it over to you, Moshe. <laughs> right. We've started this. Uh, yeah, it's it's been a, a very long four-year journey, uh, exciting journey for me. Um, started off with, I had, a, I had a full-time job at the time. One of my friends from college from years before had an estate agency down in Manchester. Just wasn't getting the service he provided, he wanted, he requested, he even expected, anyone, anyone expects. They're putting the balls at ending up to five days after the instruction. By that time, either the property sold, it could be under offer or let. And it was just getting beyond the joke. They were putting the boards up far too late. Um, I wasn't, I had a full-time job at the time. And just just, from, just from an agent's point of view, sorry to put in there, I can't tell you how frustrating that is because obviously once you get the instruction, you want to a deliver the service for the customer so if they want a board you want to get it up asap but for brand awareness and things like that you just want to get it up as, as possible because you don't know who's walking past and what valuations or inquiries you're missing out on so i share your friend's pain point <laughs> completely yeah. as i'm sure many people listening to this do yeah it, it's it's incredible as a side note how i can put up signs and i can i look around whilst i'm doing the jobs and people are actually looking at that board when i put it up and a lot of times i pick up the phone and they're phoning straight away. It's incredible. Yeah. You put up the board, it is so important, that board. It's uh, for the agent's branding, for the, to show that it's going to be, uh, you know, it's up, up on the market. It's very important. But going back to the story, we you know, so he came, came up to goes, right, will you do it? And, you know, what anybody can put up signs. It doesn't take a lot of um, skill. You need a drill, you need a screws, you need a, a, a stick, and you need enthusiasm. That's all you need. And, and you say that, mate, but I can't even change a light bulb. So I'm, I'm, <laughs> I'm well out of my even trying to put up a T-board. So thank goodness you, could, you did get started. <laughs> uh, yeah, but it's not as if it's a joinery like a kitchen or a bathroom where it actually has to be absolutely precise. You know, if you drill the hole slightly, slightly slanty or this drill doesn't, you know, it doesn't go straight in the wall. It doesn't, nobody's going to know. It's got a raw plug in it that's covered up most of the hole anyway. Nobody's going to know the difference. You don't have to be a, a top of the range joiner or, or builder. Yeah. I started it part time. I told him, no problem, I'll do it, but it's going to be after my main day, day job. I'll do it at four or five o'clock in the morning, uh, in the afternoon, you know, but they will be done. You give it me during the day, they will be done that day or the next day, depending on how, how busy I am. And that's when it all started. And I, I actually had, I don't know if you know the car, the Wagon R. It's uh, absolutely tiny. I had the board, I had to strip down the board every time, every time I did a job. The stick went from the front windscreen slanty to the back window. Right. <laughs> I had everything sorted. The boards went in the back seat, just in front of the back seat. I had a little box with the tools. I had a, one of these, um, the ladders that architects use, the telescopic ones that fitted in the boot. It was perfect for what I needed it. For the few jobs, it was perfect. So without much room to spare, it just about served its purpose, basically. <laughs> you got you from A to B with the boards. Yeah, and if it was a commercial, I just had to put it on the roof rack. It was a joke. But, you know, 
the vision started and you know my ambition was offer a top service and we'll do it properly and from day one it wasn't just about erecting boards it's beyond that it's about promoting the properties and we've got we're, yes we've got a logo that says be noticed but underneath the motto is promoting local properties it was more than just putting the board up it's about putting it on social media straight away we copied in the address and the agents we tagged them in onto twitter instagram and facebook sure, and sure. for extra exposure at that time nobody even this state agent nobody was putting these sort of things on 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 social media and people are saying that why are you putting pictures of of boards and, ha and houses on social media as i could people are laughing at me i said i don't care it's about promoting and getting that traction absolutely absolutely putting it on social media you don't put it on social media you're not going to sell it yeah yeah they, the directors are, are trying are starting to copy me which is a good sign because it means i'm doing something right no absolutely absolutely and what i love about what you just said there i, I love that whole story how you, you started in that the sort of shabby van that wasn't only just fit for purpose i guess in terms of it only just fit your signs in didn't fit some of them I did a podcast a couple of days ago about the importance of sort of getting out that MVP, that minimum viable product. Because mm. I think sometimes, and I know that I've been guilty of this myself in the past, you could think, okay, great. Well, I'm going to get into this gig now. I'm going to be doing my boards. And then it can be tempting to think, well, I need the best van. I need the biggest van. I need a fancy website. I need to get a perfect online portal system so people can give me instructions. And you can really yeah. over-engineer it from day one. When in reality, doesn't really matter what your van looks like. If an agent's give you an instruction, they just want that sign putting up in a timely fashion. You don't need anything fancy to do that, apart from the willingness oh. to do it. Um, and I think there's a little lesson there straight away that a lot of people do procrastinate for too long and they overthink things and they think it needs yeah. to be per perfect. When in reality, just get out and do it. Just do the job. It's the job that needed doing. And yeah, I started off in my car. It was tiny. I had it anyway. I didn't want to spend. I spent on the cheapest drill bought a few screws and that was it. I, I must have started with 250 pounds. Wow. Well, you know, and then slowly but surely, I just marketed to other agents in the area. I was going from North Manchester, driving to Bolton or to Stockport. It was a half an hour drive just to put a little slip on. Was it worth my while? No, but it's a long-term vision that I'm going to get these agents. And, I, you know, slowly but surely, we got more agents on board. And then one day I just, um, the stick, I put the stick in right across the car, slammed the boot, and the stick must have been ever so slightly too long, and it's cracked the windscreen. I thought, no. Oh, mate. That is where, you know, I think I need a van now. <laughs> <laughs> and, then, and, yeah, it, it, you know, you, you build the business to a stage, and you know what? Yes, I'm at this stage. I've got a few extra clients. I'm busier. I'm going to go and get a van. And I bought, yeah, it wasn't the best. Again, the cheapest one I could afford at the time that did the job, um, but the advantage was I can leave the sticks, the, the boards on the sticks, take them down, hang them in the, in the van, have everything sorted out in the van. I left it in the van. I didn't have to empty it at the end of the day. I needed to give somebody a lift or anything like that, um, which took it to the next level. Straight away, I got stickers put on it with a logo and everything. So people saw me and it really did give the business a big traction. Yeah, yeah. It really boosted it because people saw me around oh wow who's who's this around had all the point bullet points it wasn't it was cheap and cheerful but it did the job it did the job it did the job it did and the it's, job. It's, it's, it's that natural progression as well because again once you've got a couple of clients 
in the bag, it can be tempting to think, okay, well, it's starting to turn into a business now. Let's invest. Let's, and, and don't get me wrong, I'm all about investing into your business, but it's about making smart strategic investments at the right time, not blowing yep. your load and, and getting above your station. You see it time after time where companies, not necessarily with sort of vans and equipment and things, but more so I see it with staff where you can, yeah. think, okay, we're at a certain point now, let's staff up, let's get a bigger office, let's put more bums on seats, let's take on a bigger payroll. And then all of a sudden you kind of overcommitted and then you've got to grow into that. Whereas I think that you're a man after my own heart really in terms of how you've gone about doing it, that minimum yeah product incremental increases and improvements to get yourself out there and build the business organically so i've got a lot of yeah. respect for that i understand completely yeah but at the beginning i started off literally they were sending me emails um with instruction uh, i wrote down on a on a I had a piece of paper wrote down the address which the agent was what the job was and i just ticked it off uh, end of the month i had to go through count up what it was put on the invoice and send it in but then every day I have to go and put each address, put the address where I'm starting, the address where I'm finishing, put all the addresses in the app, and it will sort out a route, a circular route, where I'm going to go. Eventually came to a stage where in the middle of the day I was getting more emails, and I thought, right, brilliant this. I have to work out which, which of the addresses I've, not, uh, I've done, work out where I was to put the start, start route, I'm finishing at home again, and it'll set the route again. And eventually I was doing it three times a day, and it was just, it was getting beyond the joke. I can imagine. And I thought, you know what, this, I need to get some, some system in place where they can go online, they can book it in, it sorts everything out. Uh, and I went, I, I did a bit of research and it just wasn't, there was a lot, there is a lot of on the, on the shelf booking systems, especially for uh, state agency boards, uh, rectors, but nothing that will suit me. It didn't have my USPs put in and everything. You know, would you make it personalized for me? No, we won't. We'll have to do it for everybody. Right. Well, then it ruins it for me. So I thought, you know what? For that sort of money, I'm going to go and get one built. Right. So, um, the one, so the one that I passed you instructions through, that was completely self-built or built by one of your developers. You had that custom for, for Be Noticed. That was custom built for Be Noticed oh, by awesome. So I had all the ideas, what, what, what I wanted it to do, how I wanted it to do, and the end point, what I wanted it, what I want information and how it should look. I just went to a developer and said, right, this is what I want. This is the sheet of list. Can we do it? It's progressed since, and I must have done about six or eight updates since then. I started off with one, just myself. So it's got a lot of features in there that, I wanted to do whilst I went along. If a job needed changing, if the price needed, I can do it straight away. Now I've got a driver, he doesn't know anything about that, what I yeah. charge or how. So a lot of the features are obsolete were there, but I've progressed and added in a lot more since then. Yeah. The fact that it's mine, I can add in anything I want. I've got yeah. a lot of I've got a lot of ideas for the future to use this portal, you know, and progress it better than anybody else's. It's about making it easier for the client that's all i wanted yeah 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 that's amazing and obviously having it custom built yourself you've got that tad more control to customize and change and tweak and add things yeah. to it take things away than you can if you go to a completely white labeled product and it works yeah, and kind of one size fits all exactly you you can vouch it probably takes you what less than 30 seconds to book a, book, book a new job in yeah 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 and you can see exactly where the jobs are where they're up to and the invoices are all itemized with the with the address, with who booked it in. Because okay, you you you're a, a one man band, but some some offices have got multi offices. They've got multiple users. 
it'll tell you exactly which branch, which person it is, the cost of it, everything's on every line. Yeah. And so a lot of times you get a, get a complaint, oh, who, who instructed you to do that? Nobody asked you to do it. I said, well, somebody, so-and-so has told me to. You've clearly not just a guest that they've just signed up that property and that you're just going to put a board up so you can have a little B notice slip on the pole. Right? <laughs> <laughs> you know what I mean? Yeah. <laughs> no one told you to do it. Yeah, it's about obviously putting myself in the client's position and see what information uh, does the client want, what, how do the client want it to work and what, you know, how quick and easy can it be? And that's all it's about, you know, it's the client, the end of the day it's for the client. And obviously there's another side for the drivers, for myself, the admin side, to be able to progress and get the job done quickly. Yeah. Um, but uh, yeah, I'll tell, I'll tell all, all future cli uh, clients, all the present clients, we keep a few balls on the van. If we're in the area, we'll do it straight away. I've had jobs where I've done it within 10 minutes because it's, they put it in, the van's in the area, it's updated after the last job and it's popped in. All right, okay, I'll go run around the corner and the board's up there. Wow, I've only just pressed save and it's in already and it's done. Yeah, to be fair, mate, I've seen, seen a testimonial on your website from one of my uh, competitors saying a similar thing. So whilst I'm not advocating that you put boards up for other agents in the Fylde Coast area, it's, yeah. it's, clear, it's clear to see the response times there. And even for my own first-hand account, Moshe, as you know, the boards that I've... Well, obviously, we only started a couple of months ago, so we're still early stages. So I'm sure I'm far from your, your biggest client at the moment. But the instructions we have given you gone up like a dream. So, yeah, I can vouch for that. I second that completely. Um, just to go back to something you said, and to be yeah. honest, this is, this is just purely for my own uh, selfish reasons. Um, you mentioned about you had sort of the route planner that you used to use. It used to systemize your route and kind of optimize yeah. it. So when I started, I'm a big advocate of direct mail, basically. So I, I do yeah. a lot of uh, direct-to-vendor advertising. And when I started doing that, I had like 50, 60, 70, 80 letters at a time. And I'd just go to the properties that I thought were closer to the other one. And it got to this point where it was just, I was just zigzagging all over the place, going from A to F to D to Z to Y to, if you see where I'm coming from, and it yeah. was a nightmare. So I found um, a little app that optimizes my route for me, but it's not amazing. Have you got any suggestions on where I should look to get that um, systemized really, somewhere where I can, I can upload the addresses and it works out the best route for me? Or did you draw a blank when you was looking for something similar yourself? Um, at the time, I actually went through quite a number of apps. And you're going back about probably about two years now. Um, but I've had this portal for well, three years, it's 2017. So I haven't really used an app since then. Also, oh, does, your, does your booking system optimise your route as well? So if you get 50 instructions for 50 boards, does it tell you straight away how that route looks? The, the problem is with the routing, um, it's run off Google, Google Maps. Um, the issue we had with the developer, he did a bit of research, there's two options. There's either it'll optimize the route, but then you can only have a maximum of 25. Mm. Or you can have one, you can put in, I think it's also, it's also got a maximum, but it's more like our bird's flies, it's just straight across. So it's not necessarily gonna be the closest one, but it's straight across and that's the only one we could use at the moment. So it's more of a, at the moment, yeah, it's a bit of a hit and miss. Oh, number one's going to be closer, but really when you zoom in, you have to go right around the block to get there because you've got a dead end at the end of the road. And we have that issue in Liverpool. It's absolutely horrendous. Some of the Liverpool roads, you've got all the dead ends. They've stopped oh, off roads in the middle. You're driving 20 minutes to drive around the block and then the next one's back around the other way. 
at the moment, that's, that is the best route. And you get used to the routes. You get used to the roads. Oh, I better do this side of the main road first and then go round. Yeah, it, there isn't a, I don't think there is a golden, yeah. you know, that will do, that like will a silver sort, bullet. Yeah, that will actually uh, get that. I'm sure there is one, but it's back into uh, about two years, three years ago, where it actually did do the route, but a maximum of 25. Yeah, I found that with a lot of them. It's like a minimal amount of addresses, which is no good. I mean, I've settled on an app that I think is doing the job okay, but um, I'm a bit of an advocate of uh, hand delivering the mail. I might go to Stamped and compare the conversion soon, but um, I like to hand deliver it at the moment. It's working quite well, so... Yeah, if you come across anything, do let me know. But taking it yeah. back to you and, and kind of going back to... what So you, you guys launched in 2015, right? Yeah, correct. So what was you... Because it's quite a random thing to just get into. Was you a, a DIY enthusiast or something like that before? Why did your friend come up to you and ask you to, to kind of uh, fill this gap in the market for someone who could do what you do as efficiently as what you do it? Um, I think I knew him from... I've always been busy with uh, DIY. I was always uh, one of these people that get my teeth into anything that's going on i would you know in college it was a laugh who can get the most keys um in the building and i was one of those people that you know i'm going to get every single key to the building <laughs> and i honestly did i was there for four and a half years i ended up getting every single key the only key i didn't get was the main office um, right. that's the only one I, I, I ended up i actually went back i left and i came left the college and i actually came back as administrator and I ended up getting the office key so i was happy i got my uh, <laughs> but i was always a type that yeah i'll touch anything i'll me you know mess about even as a young child i'd go into my dad's garage and start painting fences and bang around and cut up and things am i perfect no i'm not i'm far from perfect but as i said at the beginning with this sort of thing, if, this, if I drill a hole in the wood and it's not dead straight, it doesn't really matter. As long as, you know, I'll use a big washer. Anyway, it covers up the hole. You know, yeah, nobody's going to know. It's about making sure that stick is straight, the board is clean and tidy, and it looks neat yeah. and professional um, at the one, end of it. Um, one thing that I'm, I'm keen to sort of drill down on is at that point, so when you started being noticed, was, you, was that your first kind of step into the world of self-employed or had you owned businesses and things like that before? Or was you a nine-to-five guy before 2015? No, I've had uh, many, many businesses uh, in the past. Oh, I've done absolutely everything. You name it, I've done it. From car hire, <laughs> bus, uh, buses, I've done uh, run shops. Uh, even a fresh fish shop. I've done it all. I've done absolutely wow. everything. And, you know, one doesn't work out, there'll be another chance. Don't worry. I picked up myself and just dust myself down. Yes, it's hard because you expect, like, this is going to make me, you know, a nice, big, a nice, busy living and, you know, a comfortable living. And sometimes it doesn't work like that. It's hard. It comes from hard work. Uh, and would, would, you class yourself, would you class yourself as an entrepreneur then in that case? Do you think it's important? Um, yeah, I suppose so, but I'm just type of person that, you know, just get on with it. You know, not everything in life is going to work out. You, you know, you just got to work hard at it and sh give everything, and nobody can turn around at you as well. You didn't try hard enough. It's yeah. about giving you everything at whatever you're doing at that time. Yeah. That, that is my motto. And, you know, if it works out, it works out. If it doesn't, it's not your fault. You've done everything in your power to do it and make sure that it's going to work, you know. And if it doesn't, that's what life is all about, learning from it and moving on. I couldn't agree more. I mean, I think it's... The only reason I find this fascinating is because I'm kind of caught, I think, from the same cloth as you are, Moshe. So my sort of attitude is 
obviously within reason you need to do your research you need to understand the market you need to be confident and competent in what you're doing you need to know there's a need for it so i'm not saying jump into anything willy-nilly but i'm one of those people that once i think i've identified a niche or a gap that i can fill or something that's going to complement my skill set that i can exploit into a business venture yeah. i'm kind of one of them where it's well let's roll the dice let's take the first step let's get the ball rolling and i'll worry about finessing it and ironing it out and, and everything else later but a mm. lot of people are scared of taking that step yeah so it, and i see this now because without sort of making this the ben moore show because obviously we're here to learn about your business but it's just on, on that whole aspect of mindset obviously i've got my own business now that, that you supply your services to but outside of my own business and looking after my own market we're on a bit of a mission to try and raise the standards of uk yeah. state agency as a whole and i see part of doing that is kind of goes back to that old phrase that Britain's a nation of shopkeepers. So back in the day, we was always referred to as an entrepreneurial nation, people who used to get out and earn a crust off their own back. Yeah. Uh, and I think that kind of got lost a little bit as time has gone on, but we're definitely in a, in a period of, of, of time now where there's so much opportunity available at all of our fingertips to take that step and do what I'm doing or do what you're doing or you know, establish a business in whatever niche or whatever market you want to dedicate your life to. Yeah, I speak to a lot of people and they focus so much on the negatives and the yeah but what if this happens and what if that happens rather than focusing on what could be so to anyone who's on the fence and sort of thinking about not following in our footsteps but you know creating the future that they want in the business that they want to go into what would you say to anyone who's thinking like should i am i right for being self-employed should i do it should i not should i stick with a nine to five should i stand on my own two feet what would your feedback be to someone who's on that fence if you're a hard worker and you're willing to put that those hours in. It's not a nine to five job working for yourself. It's more like 18 hour, 20 hour days. It's a seven days a week. You're nonstop. Um, you sleep, eat and breathe it. If, if you're going to give you everything, go for it. Just jump in and do it because it's, it, it, there's nothing, nothing better than being successful, but, everything's successful because of what you've done it's very nice being successful but the boss is the one that's going home laughing mm. when you're working for somebody else because he's the one that's getting the, the success he's making the money if i'm self-employed i'm successful i've got another another client i'm proud of that i've fought for every one of my 90 clients i even if it's the one that yes the, the, the emailed me or they've contacted me on social media but it's because of what i've built up over the last four or five years yeah that's progressed to the fact that people feel comfortable to go and actually pick up that the phone and text me or pick up the phone and call me that they want to use my services. It's because I've worked hard to bring them to the build this full picture that I've got the professional, I've got the dedication and I've got the reliability. If you're going to put all that in, then definitely jump in and just do it. Yes, it's going to be hard work. There'll be sometimes some weeks where you have bread and butter for breakfast, dinner and supper because you've got no money. Mm. But persevere because at the end, it will come, come out and you'll be happier at the end of the day. And it's uh, just to pick up on what you said there, the fact that you take pride in the fact that you know that the seeds that you've sown and the hard work that you've put in has resulted in those clients, whether they're hot inquiries that have come to you or you've gone out hunting for yeah. them. That pride that you get, 
it, it's crazy because obviously, you know, everyone's in business to earn a few quid, but no one's able yeah. to do it for free. But it's more than that. It's that, that sense of pride that you get in securing another contract, into taking on another listing, into selling another house, into getting that yeah. five-star review. It's quite bizarre. I'm not saying that you can't take pride in your work when you're working for someone else because you can, and there's absolutely nothing wrong with that. But when it's truly you who's put the blood, sweat, and tears into making that happen, there's something, I don't know, you can't really describe it. There's just something incredibly rewarding about that whole, that whole process. <laughs> Definitely. It, it's, it is incredible. Even now, four years down the line, I signed up two new clients last week. Um, put, the, put the signs, you know, in the last two, three days, I've put the sign. It, you know, for me, it, I still get that buzz. Or oh, another, another client, I've got to make a close-up picture. I've got to get it on my website. I've got to put it on social media. Let's, you know, really blow our own trumpet. There's nothing wrong with that. No. You know, no. Show everybody that I'm proud of what I do and who I am and what we do. You know, hopefully I'll hit, hit somebody else that will say, wow, maybe I, could, I deserve this. Maybe I can also get this sort of service. Yeah. You know, yeah. It's, yeah, it's exciting. Every, every new client, every new job that comes in, you know, it is exciting. And I think it's about, as well, it's about um, sort of falling forward with failure. So, for example, if you, I think you mentioned one of your other businesses, if you was an incredibly successful fishmonger and you'd have made millions in selling fish, then you'd have never got to where you are. You'd never be doing what you're doing now. But equally, had you have not um, tried that business and come out of it for whatever reason, it wasn't for you, you didn't enjoy it, it, it was a failure, you didn't make the money, whatever the reasons were yeah. around it, maybe that wouldn't have been the stepping stone to take you onto where you are now, if that makes sense. So it's about kind of be, being comfortable with, with that, really, yeah. and learning from yeah. those experiences. Yeah, every, every business I've opened, I've, I've learned from, um, and taking it on to the next business. And uh, yeah, it's about building that experience and saying, right, I failed, uh, it didn't work out. It's not a failure because it didn't work. It doesn't, if I'm a failure, then, then I'll never want to go into something else again. It never worked out. This is the reason I'm going to make sure it doesn't happen again. And yeah, it, it, it's about learning and life, life is like that. We don't know what's going to happen tomorrow. Sure. It, all we know is what's happened yesterday, what's happened today, and what we'd like to happen tomorrow. Learn, learn from yesterday and let's implement it for tomorrow and make it a better day and make it more productive. Yeah, second that. I absolutely couldn't have said it better myself. You're a man after my own heart. <laughs> <laughs> so over the last five years then, where are we now? So obviously we've looked at the, 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 the trials and tribulations of the early days, the vans that broke, having no money, starting on 250 quid, having one client because he was your mate and he took a chance and just saying, can you do this for me? Um, to then getting that minimum viable product to then building up to your second van. So fast forward to 2020, where are we at in this exact moment in time then? Are you, st are you still out there doing every board yourself? Are you still servicing one particular set of postcodes? What does the B-Notice business look like behind mm -hmm. the scenes? At the moment, we've got two vans out every day. Um, I've got one member of staff. I'm still out and about. This year, we're hoping to really pick up a bit of traction, pick up a quite, you know, a lot of, we're hoping, you know, we can offer our services to many more agents. And it's, as I said before, our, our motto at the, on our logo is promoting local properties, not just sticking up a board. Anyone can do that. It's about promoting this property on social media and um, every property is put on three social media at the end of the day now we we take a random three to five maybe even six properties we put it on on a collage put it on one picture we upload it onto those three uh, things tagging them in we put them on on linkedin as well it's about promoting promoting the company promoting the properties as well 
Um, we've got a lot of plans for the portal as well to update it and to promote, use it to promote the properties yeah. more on social media and, and in, I don't know, on the websites and everything. Um, yeah, we'd like to pick up traction and offer our services to many more agents and, uh, you know, we're covering, uh, we're covering Greater Manchester right across to Liverpool, Merseyside, right to Preston, the Flight Coast, Lancaster. We're more or less covering the whole of the northwest now. And so that, that was my next question because I know that when I spoke to you in the past, when I just rang you on off the cuff to say, "Oh, can you do this?" or "This sign's blown down," or "Can you take care of this?" Every time I ring you, you're in a different place. So one minute you might be in Preston, then you might be in like <laughs> Cumbria, and then you'll be you're just like here, there, and everywhere. So I weren't sure exactly. And this is probably an important thing because there'd be agents listening to this all over the country, basically, um, yeah. predominantly UK, but all over the place. So at the minute, you guys cater for practically give or take anywhere in the northwest by the sounds of it correct yeah 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 at the moment we've got two vans so predominantly we've got one van every day in in, in manchester that's my, our core business but then we've got in preston we'll send a van to preston and you know we may send it to preston on the way to liverpool um we're there at the moment in Liverpool twice a week, but it's going up to three. Some week, the last few weeks, I've been there every single day of the week. And it's been so busy there, but we'll go via press and get get the few jobs there done, you know. And then sometimes I've been been all the way up to Windermere to put a board up. I've been I've been to uh, Middlesbrough. Uh, you know, we get sent all over the place. If the client wants something, it's not no, we can't. It's how can we fit it in. And you know what? It's it's brilliant that you've got that attitude now, even when you've got you know quite. Did you say you've got ninety clients, ninety agents? Did you say ninety agents now? So ninety agents, because I remember again, this was on our first conversation. Um, obviously, nothing to do with this podcast. It was when I think I was uh, speaking to you about about outsourcing you guys for our boards. Yeah, and uh, you'd said like, ah, oh, I remember like back when we first started, and I had to drive to. I think you said you had like a core client who was obviously based in your core area, but they got like yeah. a, a rogue property on miles away, a commercial, yeah. a commercial thing. And you was like, I had to drive to the northeast to get this board up. And I was like, that, that couldn't have paid the fuel. And he was like, no, it didn't, but it was what the client needed. And, you know, we valued his custom and we wanted to deliver. So we went out and did it. And it's easy to do those things when you're twiddling your thumbs at the start of the process and you, you, yeah. you're looking for business and you've not got much on because you've hardly got any clients. But to do that now, five years later, when you've got 90 agents, when you're busy, when you've probably got a logistical nightmare every single day when you wake up. I can only imagine how confused your sat-nav must be. I, I struggle <laughs> I struggle just delivering letters in like a, a core area of about 50 to 100 properties, never mind, you know, going all over the country doing boards. So to, to, to sort of, um, I guess, consider that you're in that position, you're as busy as you are, you've got as many clients as you are, and you're still going above and beyond to that degree. I think it says a lot about you as a business owner, really, and I think that's very admirable. Yeah, thanks very much. Yeah, it, it, it is, yeah, mornings I start, I, I've set my alarm for half past five in the morning. I've got to make sure that I've got the list to load the vans up for half estate, ready for half estate for the vans to leave. Yeah, I have to look at the route. I have to I have to assign the jobs to certain drivers, and then obviously set, make sure I've, all the boards, all the stick, everything's on the vans. It is daunting, um, but because we've got this system set up, yes, there's a lot more we can do with it and make it a lot easier and more cost uh, time time efficient. But as it is, it's working and it, it does work for us. It, it's working hard for us, and that's what using technology to make life easier comes comes in. Yeah, yeah, and I think it's a, 
that's prevalent in almost every industry. I think now, obviously, over in what I do in a state agency, it's certainly no different. So you've got to always keep your eye out for that. I think there's a lot of gimmicky things sometimes. I know that I get approached all the time on LinkedIn saying, oh, we've got this prop tech and this does this. And they're trying to solve problems that don't even exist. But I think <laughs> if, you, if, you, if you can find the right technology and implement that into your business and use it in a way that's truly going to add benefit, not because you've got shiny object syndrome, yeah, I was, I was approached actually. Um, somebody had invented a way of putting the boards up on the wall. And oh, I'll send you a sample free. I said, with pleasure, if it's free, just send me a sample. I looked at it, I thought, why? Why? What's about? And I actually still see them about. I go and put boards up, and a lot of times you end up putting boards on the same property as other, other agents. And I see it, I thought, no, it's just just doesn't doesn't do the purpose it's meant to do yeah, I'm yeah, doing, yeah. I do it a very similar way but you know and mine's much more secure yeah, yeah. secure bottom and bottom instead of just at the top right i don't i don't get it yeah people do do try oh you know yeah, what i'm gonna invent something to make quick money but it, it doesn't actually solve a problem does it no no and it's that sort of mix between a solving a problem that doesn't even exist and then over engineering it so it's just like it, and, and, and i know especially when you're in business and you're always looking to improve and develop you've always got one eye open for the next big thing and what can help what can add value what can save time what can yes. cut costs what can improve the customer's journey but you're always in that danger of slipping down that path where it's actually i don't even really need this but implemented right for the right reason you know it's, it's yeah so powerful it, i found it when i was doing the doing the portal for instance i was like trying to program it even with the updates oh that's a brilliant idea let's go and implement this let's implement that you know, some of it is like, do I really need it? It's going to just cost me money to him to him because the developer's not a cheap, cheap, you know, developing is not cheap. Do no. I really need it? And I had to just say, no, I don't need that. But this item will be very, very good. This, this will be very good. You know, and some of them have, have proven absolutely brilliant. You know, I've got a notification now. It's absolutely fantastic. I've just put a notification out today to warn all the clients due to the weather, weather today and the future warning uh, from the Met Office. There may be a delay in, in putting the boards up. I don't know what's going to happen tomorrow. The weather looks windy, but it looks all right. I might wake up tomorrow with, with six inches of snow. I don't know. Yeah. But putting that, 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 that on, sometimes you over-engineer and you're putting features on systems and things that you're never going to use. And it's just, what for? It just doesn't, you know, it's a waste of money. Yeah, and it complicates things as well, which it creates problems for you, especially with customers when it's like, what's this? Why does that work? What? And it's just like, oh my God, forget it. <laughs> yeah, yeah. And uh, on that note, by the way, I just had a text message come through. One of our boards has blown down, so I'll, uh, I'll be jumping on the board. So you're going to have a headache of a week ahead, mate. This storm care is going to cause you some, uh, going to cause you some pain. I don't, I don't even know who gave gave, gave her the, uh, the go ahead to come in this country. Honestly, I know, they should support, shouldn't they? They really should. <laughs> they really should. They really should. So yeah. moving forward, then, Mushy, what's the uh, what's the plan for the next few years? Then, are you guys eventually looking to go nationwide with what you do? Is that is the plan to get that level of scale, or are you quite happy refining things and building the business up in the northwest? Where where do you want to take things? Uh, when I dream, I dream big. Uh, <laughs> it's the only way to do it. I've, oh yeah, I don't. I, I just feel if you if you dream small, then your ideas are always small. If you dream big, and you even if you scale up a fraction of that, you've always got room to expand. And the world is the world's an oyster. It's yeah. I want to be. There are a couple of uh, eight, uh, franchises that are nationwide. 
I've, I want to be the first independent signer act in the UK. Um, for cer certain reasons, uh, I feel that it's going to be, uh, we can offer a better service if it's independent. We're more in control of what goes on. Um, that is the aim. Um, it could take me 10 years, it could take me 20 years, but that is the aim on the long term. Uh, sh more shorter term, next five years, yeah, concentrate on, on the Northwest, Yorkshire, maybe Cumbria, uh, maybe drop down a bit, a bit south as well. Grow steadily from the area where we are. That is the, the main aim and offer the clients that are the, the state agents, the management companies in these areas, the, the service that they should be getting, you know, a quick, efficient service with obviously promoting their properties more than just putting a board up. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I think you hit the nail on the head because it's interesting isn't it? that whatever game you're in, whether you're an estate agent trying to scale your portfolio and increase your market share or whether you're doing something like what you do, it's about scaling properly. It's about scaling with the customer still in the front of your mind. So the customers that you've got, how we're going to scale and look after them and make sure the service doesn't dilute, the instruction times don't drop off and we That's can still great. get to where we want as a business. So it's always that balance and that really, isn't it, of, of, of what do you do and when. But yeah. You've, um, like I said, right at the start of the podcast, Moshe, you've got uh, an incredible ethic and uh, I've loved chatting to you today. I knew it'd be a great podcast because oh, um, just because of the conversations I've had in the past. So I really appreciate you taking the time. Um, last question I've got, and I've got to ask this question. Do you still have a little giggle to yourself when you get instructed on a, an erection? <laughs> yeah, we just uh, we get all these uh, sort of puns the whole time. That people, but you get an email and that, they got the word erection. I thought, why do you not work? <laughs> yeah, it's a bit, or are you not bored with your job and things like that? You know, sometimes they're just, you've got to be kind, you've got to laugh as if it's the first time you've ever heard it before. And, yeah, you know, yeah. You just got to take it, take it on the chin and just uh, carry on and, you know, just carry on live. You know, some people really mean it, they think that's probably the best joke they've made in the year. <laughs> Yeah, I'm definitely that guy. You should have that satisfaction with every erection as your tagline. That'd uh, just dump yeah. it out straight away. <laughs> Still being careful, because a lot of people wouldn't appreciate that sort of joke. So I've got to be careful how I word things. <laughs> yeah, yeah, that's true. That's true. That's true. Well, Moshe, thanks again so much, mate. I really appreciate your time this evening. It's been a pleasure chatting to you, and uh, I wish you every success for your business. And I look forward to, to being a, a small part of that process. Yeah, thanks very much. Good luck to you. Lovely. Have a nice evening. Take care. You Speak too. to you soon. Thank you. Bye. Bye. Bye.